All right, it's that time of the season. It's time to give back. 32 Below Froyo and More is officially doing a give back to the Children's Village. So go check them out. Go check out their pink tree. Um, They're giving different things to the Children's Village for kids, uh, food items, toys, uh, essentials for these kids. So go check them out. Follow them on social media. Uh, They have lists of everything you can give. Today we're doing a little bit of a flashback with Corey Voss. Um, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and enjoy this episode. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Good morning, and I have Corey Voss with me, and he um, is someone I got to kind of, he got nominated by my cousin to do this podcast, and I am so excited to learn a little more about you. So if you mind, tell us a little bit about you, um, a little bit about your baseball background as well. Yeah, so I'm from uh, Pueblo, Colorado. Um, For those of you guys that don't know, Pueblo, Colorado is two hours south of Denver, southern Colorado. Um, I played played baseball for four years in college, uh, got drafted out of high school by the Rockies. Um, I actually went to four different schools in four years. I think that's actually a, a really, really important part of knowing my baseball experience. I graduated um, in four years after going to four different schools, so that's probably my biggest accomplishment. But um, yeah, I was a Division One, you know, freshman All-American, got drafted again later on in college by the Nationals. Um, played in the Cape Cod Baseball League, top 300 players in the country. So um, I actually played Division One baseball, junior college baseball, NAIA baseball. Um, that's where I met Guy and yeah. and everybody in Lewiston. So um, yeah, been all over the been all over the globe, um, Alaska to the Cape, and and learned a lot of things and played baseball at a very high level. Was extremely successful. Um, currently, I moved back to my hometown and. Um, we do not have any indoor baseball and in Colorado, as you can imagine, that's extremely important. So, um, you know, it was hard for me to come home and visit my family without an indoor baseball facility to train at. So a big goal of mine was to, you know, give, give these kids something that I never had. So about geez, six months ago, I'd say we, we opened up a, a brand new uh, state of the art indoor baseball facility called the Pueblo Baseball Mill. And that actually opened in uh, January. So uh, that's what I've been doing for the last six months. So That's awesome. Yeah, I was kind of looking through your, your social media and stuff, and that's really cool. Um, I know you've made an impact on, on Guy and many kids like that. So I know that's super important to have role models and something, um, sport outlets. Um, but how has the quarantine and the stay-at-home order affected you in, you know, obviously six months? It's not that long ago. Um, so how has that affected what you're doing? Yeah, so pre-quarantine, um, you know, we I originally started my business in somebody's backyard. Um, he had a cage in his backyard. I was doing, like, individual lessons there. Ended up, you know, getting together with a group of kids. Outgrew that place. Uh, we have an old meatpacking plant here in Pueblo. A guy had two cages down there. Um, so I, you know, was down there for a little while. Finally, in January, you know, breakthrough, build my own facility. Uh, we have three cages, a bullpen, you know, a plow wall area. It was awesome, you know. And um, here I am, 24 years old, just started my own business, super excited about it. We were seeing, 
we were seeing over 200 kids a week. I mean, it was, it was, it was incredible. It was more than, more than anything I could have ever asked for, you know, and, um, you know, January, February, March, and then at the end of March, you know, we, we get shut down brand new business. So obviously this whole coronavirus quarantine has been, you know, terrible to say the least, especially for, um, you know, business owners or, or people like myself, um, you know, not being able to work with these kids, obviously not making money is, is, is a terrible situation. But for me, you know, we were making such great headway with these kids, especially these, these high school kids, these high school seniors, this was their, this was their last opportunity to get a college scholarship, play their senior year. So, um, you know, yeah, it was an absolutely terrible situation. So, uh, you know, if, if you know anything about me, obviously I'm not, I'm not a negative guy. So I look at everything in the positive. And, you know, when this, when this first hit, it actually was an opportunity for me to do something that I, you know, hadn't, I had the idea to do, but I, I didn't really have the confidence to do it. So I'm, you know, I'm at home, nobody can go anywhere. And so I, I actually got in the facility. I made like 30 some videos, instructional videos, and I've been, you know, kind of revamped my Instagram page. And um, so, yeah, that was kind of, you know, my first positive out of this whole quarantine thing was actually having the confidence to get on and, and share some of my knowledge. Um, you know, Instagram, social media is king when it comes to baseball instruction. So, and then the second thing that it's allowed us to do is, um, you know, in this, this last month we've been going outside. They finally let us go outside with, with 10 kids or so. And, um, you know, being outside has really showed me that I, you know, I like to win baseball games. I think when you're, when you're in a facility, you're talking about hitting, you're talking about throwing, but like winning a game or, or the, you know, the details that go into a baseball game don't really show up in a facility. So being outside, teaching these kids how to run bases, teach them how to, you know, have a proper catch play. So that has actually sparked an idea that I'm going to, you know, put together a fall baseball team. That's when you get recruited in, in high school baseball is in the fall. And we're going to travel the country. We're going to go to Arizona, Texas, uh, Utah, New Mexico. Um, so, you know, quarantine is as terrible as it's been has, um, you know, allowed me to get creative and reach more people through my social media and actually have the idea to, you know, once this is all over, uh, put together a really good fall team of some of the best kids in Southern Colorado and, and play um, some of the, you know, other best kids across the country. So it's been terrible, but actually it's, it's, it's sparked a lot of really good ideas as well. Yeah, I think that's super important. We hear all the negatives of the coronavirus and staying at home. Um, and you've used the opportunity to to really build the content, um, which I think this is perfect for right now is building content. And so you're doing a great job. Um, what do you miss most about um, the stay at home order outside of baseball? What do you miss most? Oh, geez. Um, you know, baseball for me has always just kind of been a vehicle, you know, I mean, I love baseball. I love hitting home runs and, and all that cool stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just the ability to, to touch somebody's life and, and give them the confidence maybe that they didn't have uh, on their own. And so, you know, just a distinct memory off the top of my head is, you know, we're, we're in the facility and I kicked these kids butts, you know, and it was a tough day and they're sweating long hours. And this kid comes up to me, everybody left. It was like, it was like, you know, 10, 15 at night or something. And this kid's like, Hey, look, you know, you, you really changed my life. You know, I, I made the baseball team. I didn't think I was gonna make the baseball team. Like he was a freshman in high school never, you know, wasn't the star player or anything and 
kind of like broke down, you know, I hugged him. And so I think moments, moments like that are like really what I, what I miss, you know, outside of baseball, just being with the guys, being with the kids every day, seeing the look on their face when they, you know, their hard work finally pays off. Um, yeah. So the, the physical interaction, I'm real, real big physical guy. I'm always giving high fives and, and stuff like that. So not being able to, to be with, with the kids and, and really, you know, pumping them up, giving them, giving them that confidence. It's bigger than baseball. I tell them all the time, you know, you're going to be a, a regular human being a lot longer than you're going to be a baseball player. So, um, you know, be a good human being, take the trash out for your mom. You know, I tell, I'm, I'm always telling them stuff like that. So the, the physical, the, you know, teaching these, these boys how to be good men, you know, that's, that's probably what I miss the most. And then that's what I'm, you know, I think that's what everybody's really looking forward to is just getting back to a little bit of normalcy. And, and yeah, the physical thing is something that, you know, you go to the grocery store, I, I feel like I'm robbing the place wearing a mask, you know, and you can't, you can't get close to people. So the, just the physical, we're very, human beings are very, we're very physical in nature. And so I think, you know, I, that's, that's what everybody's missing during this time. I agree. Um, so what's your favorite band or favorite type of music? Oh, geez. Um, I grew up on like Van Halen, Def Leppard. My dad was like super into rock. So, you know, that, that definitely has a, a place in my heart, but if I had to like pinpoint, uh, you know, music that I'm listening, listening to daily, it's, um, you know, Mac, Mac Miller's my guy. When I was in middle school, Mac Miller was coming up. He was young like us, you know, and so he was somebody that I was very drawn to. And then recently I listened to a lot of the Russ, uh, Russ is like a, I don't know, he's not really a rapper. They kind of, he, he has some really unique music and he actually came out with a book, you know, I, I, I love to read and, he came out with a book and that book really make, made me like him even more. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, chill, chill music. I was never like a big pump up guy when I played. So I just wanted to kind of relax. And so, yeah, Mac Miller, Russ, um, music like that. I'm, I mean, I'm a huge country fan. I lived in Texas for a year. So my, my music is kind of all over the place, but those are, those are my two guys, my, my two go-tos for sure. Awesome. And favorite um, restaurant, well, I guess favorite food. I wouldn't know your restaurants in your town, but yeah, your go-to restaurant. Oh, geez. So I'm, I'm missing Lewiston, Idaho. I mean, I guess technically the restaurant's in Clarkson, but there's a place called Saute. When I lived in, in Lewiston, it was about five minutes from my house. And I mean, really what it is, it was like this private like chef or something. And he like just pretty much made whatever he felt like making salmon steak ravioli um like it was bruschetta it was just in, it was incredible you know something that my favorite food my favorite restaurant i guess is something that you can you can eat with a, a glass of red wine so that's uh that place is is pretty incredible and every time i go back to i i like to make a trip back to lewiston every year for the world series obviously this year we're not gonna be able to do that but um yeah that's my that's my favorite type of food something that you can you can have with a glass of red wine and saute in, in Clarkston, Washington is, is for sure my, my favorite place of all time. Everywhere I've ever been, Alaska, I've had salmon, I've had sushi, I've had the Cape, you know, you get lobster rolls, but, you know, Lewiston and, and Saute is for sure my favorite place of oh, all time. Good to know. I don't, I've never been there and I lived down there for a little bit. So 
Um, yeah, I don't know if it's a newer spot or, but you'll you'll definitely have to check it out. It's pretty incredible. That sounds amazing. Um, so I know you're younger, but what would you give a one piece of advice you would give a younger you? Oh, geez. Um, I actually, so I go live on Instagram every Thursday and I was, I was talking about this last, last Thursday, like 10, 10 high performance habits. And, you know, as I'm reading over this list that I created, I'm like, geez, I wish I would have done some stuff like this, you know? So, um, a younger me, you know, and I, I mean, I even try to tell myself this on the day to day, but I think a younger me wanted it all right now. Um, you know, I wanted to be, when I was 16 years old, I wanted to be playing for the Red Sox. Why am I not at Fenway Park yet? You know? And so I think, uh, I, if I was to tell myself, uh, you know, a younger me, some, a piece of advice, like hustle, hustle. I say this all the time, hustle in the micro, you know, like hustle day to day, be very, be very diligent in your work day to day, but have patience in the long term. you know? Um, so the, the quote would be hustle in the micro, patience in the macro. So hustle every single day, but understand that, you know, nothing's going to happen overnight. And, um, you know, and especially here now that I'm owning my own business, I'm sitting here going, geez, you know, why don't we have 10,000 square feet, multiple locations. So I'm just constantly having to remind myself, you know, yes, hustle day to day. It's super important, but, but patience is, is really key patience and persistence and knowing that, you know, what your day-to-day -day actions that they're going to, they're going to pay off in the future. So a younger me, I would just tell them to, you know, slow down a little bit, have a little bit more patience that, um, you know, you overestimate what you can do in a year and you underestimate what you can do in 12 years, you know? So that would be, uh, patience for sure is something that I'm still working on and that a younger me could have used as well. So what is your, um, you were saying that, you know, there's long-term plans. What is something like, what is your, I guess, dream of what you're building? What is the long-term goal with this? Yeah. So initially it's like a baseball facility and it's very surface level. Like, yeah, I'm coming to learn how to hit, but you know, on a, on a long term, I, I'm trying to impact as many lives as I can. Um, I'm trying to trying to touch as many lives as I can. Not obviously I'm starting here with my own community. I'm, I'm very, I feel very passionate about that, but you know, long term, it would be something where, you know, you can hop on your phone and if you're having a rough day, you know, maybe it's something mental that, that, that we get across to you. Maybe it's something that, that you guys are, or somebody's dealing with, you know, in their personal life. And I don't want it to be just a, a baseball platform. So, you know, yes, it's going to be a baseball platform. You're going to go on my social media or, or anything that I produce in the future. And you're going to learn some high level baseball techniques, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's building confidence, it's building self-esteem and understanding that, you know, baseball is a very short window and, and that, you know, you're going to be a, you're going to be a father someday. You, you need to be a good son. And, and what happens when, you know, you get fired, what happens when you lose the house, what happens when, you know, so being resilient, being uncommon. And so that's, that's kind of where we're going in the future. Technology is obviously going to be a huge part of that. I have a lot of, a lot of really good ideas as to what I want to do. Um, I kind of don't, don't want to spoil it. I have a pretty, I feel like it's a really good idea, but it's going to be something that's, I think more tailored toward the, towards the youth, the dad, maybe that gets off work is super passionate about his son and, and is coaching his team and, and wants to just grab his phone and, and, you know, find some drills or find some, 
some talking points and, and that's what, that's what we're going to offer to him. And, and he's going to go out and, you know, put on a really good practice and help those, help those boys, um, you know, turn into men and uh, lead, lead some good families someday. So that's ultimately what, what our goal is. And it's bigger than baseball for sure. That's amazing. So leave us with one piece of a positive advice or, you know, it's rough right now. We're all struggling in one way or the other. Leave us with one piece of advice you could give to anybody that's watching right now. So I played at LC state, um, man, I incredible program. It's very, very blue, blue collar program. You know, no, nothing fancy about it. No names on the back of the jerseys. Uh, we had one Jersey, we spray painted our cleats black. I mean, it was, it was intense. And I, we showed up there every single day and it was, we, we got our butts kicked, you know, running five miles, practicing early in the mornings, practicing late at nights, traveling 20 hour bus rides, getting out, having to play four games, getting back on the bus. Um, you know, it was something different than I had, I had ever experienced before. And um, I think when I got to LC state, I was 210 pounds. Um, and then I like weighed myself, by accident or something midway through the year I was 185 pounds. I was like in the best shape of my life. It was incredible. And after every practice, Jeremiah Robbins, our head coach, he said, continue the fight. And like, we'd never, he, we'd never break it down like warriors or anything. He would just say, all right, continue the fight. Like, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And you know, that was something I'd lay in bed at night and be like, yeah, man, continue the fight. You know, no matter what is going on, no matter what crazy thing he's going to put us through, we're just going to continue the fight. And, and really that's, that's all we can do. And, and that's what, that's what I'm doing here. You know, there's a bunch of negatives. My business is shut down. We're not able to meet with anybody, but we're just going to continue the fight. So, you know, if anybody's listening, if anybody's going through some hard times, um, you know, that would be my message is just to continue the fight. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you so much for taking time today. And um, I'll tag him in here if you want to reach out to him, um, have any questions about baseball and connect. Um, so thank you again and have a great day. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.